0: Just
1: talk. Just talk Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to I Love You Man by I Disagree. My name is Jacob Foreman. So glad that you're with us. I'm here with my friend, best friend, Scott railenu Wow,
0: oh, I love that uh that little
1: caveat, right? Best friend <laughs> Yeah, why not? I gotta throw it in yeah, there whenever uh, possible. You know, life is short, might appreciate well, it, man. might as well tell people that you care about them. Appreciate that's my it, that's my feeling reminder of what we're doing here. I'm a more liberal person. Scott's more conservative. We're two friends uh, talking, trying to figure it out, trying to understand each other, hopefully have a productive discussion and maybe even learn a thing or two. Who knows? That's right. And today our topic is, and this is a local topic for our Chicago area. Scott and I have spent most of our Shy lives city, baby. Uh, in you know, in the city, in the suburbs, group around here. And it's a development project called Lincoln Yards. Uh, it's a... A project that's going on in the city, uh, in between Bucktown and Lincoln Park. If you're familiar, uh, and uh, large developers involve Sterling Bay, and they've purchased uh, areas of land and have gotten uh, the go ahead after much talks and various plans to to develop on it. Mixed use and mostly stores, uh, retail, retail, commercial, residential. Yeah, residential. It's a little bit of everything. It's a yep.
0: huge plot of land here basically smack dab in the middle of like prime real it's like in between prime real estate here in chicago along the north branch of the chicago river and there's been a lot of controversy about it because this is prime real estate and However, it's been mainly vacant for, oh, I don't know, 10 years at least, right. um, as long as I've known of it existing, and it's just a whole lot of nothing. It used to be like a an industrial site, and basically, it's just been sitting vacant for a long time, and finally, Sterling Bay, this huge development company, has come in and said, hey, like we'd love to develop this. We'd love to sink some money in and really turn this into something special, but Chicago, we'd really like for you guys to help pay for it. And for those of you who were involved or kept your eye on like the Amazon sweepstakes, this is kind of similar. They were looking for a sweetener for this deal to make it happen. And it was widely divided here in the city of Chicago uh, because they talked about a TIF. And a TIF, Jacob, tell the, yeah, so the good TIF, people what a TIF is. TIF
1: stands for Tax increment. Financing. I'm gonna put a plug in for TIF knowledge because I feel like maybe there could be more TIF knowledge out there in the Chicagoland area. I think there's some people who know plenty about it, so I'm not trying to talk down anyone, of course, or anything. But I think that TIFFs are important. If you, an if important you know thing about know it, about.
0: give us a shout. Yeah. We'll give you a shout out on the next episode because we're just we're scratching the surface here on yep. TIFFs. But we for this episode, we're gonna talk a little bit about basically it's taxes over. X amount of years moving forward, instead of going to the general pool, these taxes are going to go towards financing whatever project somebody is looking to do.
1: Yeah. And TIF, and tip just say a little more about it just for the background, because I think it'll help with this discussion and make it more clear as Scott and I kind of go back and forth on this. A tip is a is a bucket that can be used to grab tax money and put it in there. And then once the, the tax money is in the tip then the mayor or, in some cases, uh, other parties in the government, but typically it's the mayor, will have full discretion over how that money is spent. And money is not being spent on schools or roads or other things that, that typical tax money is spent on. It is in the bucket with full discretion for, typically, the mayor to decide how it is spent.
0: And I'm glad you bring up the mayor part because that's a huge aspect to this whole Lincoln Yards TIF deal because there's been a big transition here in the city of Chicago. As many you know, it's a very Democrat-centered city, and so every year there's just a bunch of Democrat, or excuse me, every election there's just a bunch of Democrats that run for the mayor uh, ship. and so this year actually— The uh, mayor, Rahm Emanuel, who's been in the post for eight years, chose not to run for re-election, and so it was a changing of the guard here in the city of Chicago, and so Rahm Emanuel, who had championed this effort, uh, was literally on his last council meeting for the vote on Lincoln Yard's uh, tiff of $1 billion, and the new mayor, Lori Lightfoot, wasn't exactly happy about it, to say the least. Uh, but we'll talk a little bit about that. So, just to kind of give you some background on this actual project, Sterling Bay has proposed basically a six billion dollar like renovation of this huge area, shopping, you know, residences, commercial space green parks you know all kinds of stuff a new train station i mean we're talking a massive development here in the middle of the northwestern part of the city and so they asked for one billion dollars in a TIF. in hey we don't want to pay for building the roads we don't want to pay for reconstructing the bridges necessary to support this area we don't want to pay for the you know xyz public facilities that are going to go into this we'd like for you guys to foot that bill. And so um, as it sits right now as a vacant property, there are $6 million in property taxes generated every year from this vacant, undeveloped area that go to the city's public property tax pool that can go towards anything in the city. And so anything above $6 million moving forward for the term of 23 years, must be used towards this developments infrastructure can't go to schools on the south side can't go to parks on the west side can't go to street lights on the north side can't go to towards navy piers reconstruction can't go to pay a pension no it's one thing and one thing only and that is it must deal with this development for the next 23 years after that it expires but for 23 years All of the property taxes in this entire development must go towards the development.
1: Right. And that's really the part that I think Scott and I would like to talk about today and with you as a listener. Basically, I I feel like I disagree with that proposition. I feel like that the taxes that are being earned by the new development should be for the city, right? They shouldn't be for this. How I see it, they shouldn't be for the developer, For them to continue to improve on the nice, uh, shiny new roads and bridges and things like that, which they're already getting built. Some of their money, of course, but there's also tax money going into that. And then to add it on top of our tax money for the initial investment, also for the next 23 years, we're missing out on tax revenue. In a city that's plagued by violence,
0: has Corruption.
1: corruption, awful schools. In a city that really needs help, this money could go a long way. We're talking about billions of dollars could go a really long way, and I feel like we we miss the forest through the through the trees here. Um, and, you,
0: and you sound like for those of you who are sports followers and podcast followers, you sound like uh, Bill Simmons here because I know that when he would do his intro for for his new show on like HBO or Showtime, he would talk. He would say that you know, billionaires should build their own effing stadiums. And so just because you're rich doesn't give you the opportunity to kind of swoon the city that you're trying to operate in out of tax revenue. Just like billionaires, you know, try and ask for the city of San Francisco or the city of Oakland or L.A. to put up, you know, city funds for a new stadium. But look at San Diego. San Diego. They lost their team and how much revenue do they lose from losing that team? And that's how I feel about Lincoln Yards. If Sterling Bay is willing to sink, sink in $6 billion, right? What's to say that the revenue from this area for the next 23 years will not pay for that billion-dollar TIF and then some and then some that you wouldn't have gotten otherwise? Because maybe that billion dollars in financing that the city is going to give them is going to make this thing possible and it's going to make it better because the jobs and the growth of the city is going to far surpass the financing that the city itself is giving this uh, development company
1: we will see how that plays out um something that uh, speaking of analogies this reminds me of is the parking meter deal that we made in chicago that where was we, an awful one we sold off Probably Awful. worse than this deal, I would say, Awful. but similarly reminds me of it. We sold it off for short term gain, got a boost of cash to help our budget here in Chicago, and in the long term now for all of our you know any of our friends or family who live in Chicago, uh, parking meters are owned typically as we think it's by a Chinese company, but we don 't really know because it changes hands, and that that revenue when is parking and paying for parking is a pain. you'd like that revenue to go to the city and the schools, et cetera it doesn't right. right. Um, so for Lincoln Yards, similarly, the analogy is that there's a there's a boost of cash. There's, a, there's an investment in this uh, part of Chicago, which I think will be really nice. There's things like expanding the 606, creating new bridges. Like I, I will benefit from those things for sure. But then the long term, what about our schools? What about our our hospitals? Our what community. About our, yeah. What about our community? And I'm not oh. saying you don't. I'm not saying Scott, you don't care oh, about. Dude, of course. I know. You would never. Say I'm that not that. even like trying to come close to that. I'm just saying. It gets me fired up because that's the stuff I feel like is important.
0: Well, I think I think there are and a couple of things. I don't that know if I, I had a
1: chance to say that when when we went through as a citizen, as we went through the the process of approving Lincoln Yards.
0: So there are a couple of things that that I think about this deal that you know is important to think about. So four hundred and fifty million of the TIF uh, of the one billion dollars is going towards. Public areas, right? So public areas that would be improved anyway by the city. So bridges, roads, sidewalks, street lights, things like. Now some of these areas don't exist right now, so they have to go and build them.
1: That would but be the initial investment,
0: right? Yeah, that's part of the, the initial, initial investment. investment. I also want to bring to light that one of the aldermen voting on the TIF um, noted that there's going to be 600 on-site affordable housing units added and another 300 off-site added because of this development which is nearly doubling the city's affordable housing and i think that's a huge thing to note now i will and i you know as a negotiator i probably shouldn't be saying this but i will note that there is no penalty if they don't do these things right and that's and they one negotiated of the things
1: down sterling bay it was about to be it was going to be sorry to interrupt you but it's going to be 1200 affordable housing sites and they negotiated down, but it's still a lot. Still a lot, um, still, you know, but, yep, go you ahead.
0: know st- still a a large increase in affordable housing here in the city where a city that has a big attention towards it, you know, a lot of aldermen run on, Hey, I'm going to lobby for 20% uh, affordable housing and new buildings and things like that. So it's, it's a policy that's very near and dear to a lot of aldermen here. And so I think that's not something that should be overshadowed. I think that's an important important piece to to this deal but i think that the overall sentiment of chicago putting money into development or giving money to a development company that is going to foster growth in our city is money well spent and and that's my that's my most principled you know reasoning for 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 why this was a good deal by the way it passed 32 to 13 you know a 3 to 1 ratio which mean almost. So you know you're talking about a lot of aldermen, a lot of city councilmen who think this is a good idea, this is worthwhile. Yes, are these guys out to make money? Absolutely. We're all out here to make money unless you work for the government. And so somebody who's who's trying to make money, who's trying to make a profit, right? They're looking for incentives to make it happen. Like, you know, I alluded to it earlier in the show. I mean, Look at Amazon. They did the same thing. They literally went around the entire country and asked people to give them their best bid. doesn't mean it's okay. Do you have a Prime membership, Jacob? I do. You do. Okay. But, so, but well, you can, you know. both can
1: be true. And I think this is important. Both can be true. I can have a Prime membership and I can feel like also that what Amazon's doing is not always okay. Both can be true. Okay. Because right? you got to get by in the world and you can speak out. I okay. think that both can be true, and I'd like to say about uh, the about what do you say two thirds of aldermen or so approved it. Yes, there's, sir. There's, I recognize that, and there's something called aldermanic prerogative. Basically, it means, and you might even be aware, you might be aware of it, but just for our listeners, if the proposal is is happening in the alderman's area, then that alderman who who's responsible for that area, they have the prerogative. It's up to them basically to approve it or deny it. And aldermen really like this, and they play ball. With this rule, it's an unwritten rule. It's something that came up in the mayoral elections. Yeah, I've heard, heard him talk about like it. it. The reason why Laurie Lightfoot, mayor elect, doesn't, our new mayor now, doesn't like it is because it leads to decisions where it's basically like, hey, this is going to help people in my area. So I'm going to approve it. All the other aldermen back off. Back off. This is my thing. It's going to help me. Uh, and then I'll do the same when it comes to your area and there's right. a development. I'll back off and let you approve it. Right. So I think that. I, I don't I don't I guess it's hard to know how popular this really is without aldermanic automatic prerogative would have been a different vote. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think that that policy in Chicago politics certainly has a lot of weight when when big things like this come up. I know that in the race for the alderman in my area, um, it came up quite a bit. And, you know, it, it kind of gives these aldermen, you know, a lot of power. When, when making decisions for, the, for their territory because nobody's going to challenge them, right? Because they don't want to be challenged on their territory because at the end of the day... Who elects the aldermen? The people in their area. So if they make the people in their area happy, that's all that they're responsible right. to, and not the rest of the city. I think it's also hypocritical because you know every single one says, "Hey, I, I want to improve the schools not only in my district, but in all of the city of Chicago," which I think is talking out of both sides of their mouth. They're being hypocritical. They say I care about everyone, but I want aldermanic prerogative and I want to be able to do what's best for my my district, even if it's not best for the entire city. So right. that, that gives idea. you a quick, idea. for those listeners who don't necessarily know Chicago, that gives you a quick you know, glimpse into how sometimes Chicago can be a little bit backwards. But
1: Yeah, and the thought is that like, because of automatic priority, that could have led to the vote being so one-sided on this. Also, I'd like to point out that I think we, we agree on Lincoln Yards in, term of, in terms of the initial investment. I have no problem with the initial investment, which to me is enough to like bring Sterling Bay here. Or they already work here, but you know what I mean—to like make sure they do the development, it gets done, it, they make the money from it, like they own the properties, like, and now we're gonna give them our tax money too. Right. That's that's where I draw the line to me.
0: Right. So, well, we I, I will say I will say that this will now fall into the city of Chicago, and the city of Chicago. For those listening, it doesn't matter where you are in the United States. Your sales tax isn't as high as ours. So if at 10.25%, every P, every good, every item bought in this area is going to be taxed at that amount. And where is it going to go? It's going to go to the city of Chicago. So it's not to say that the city of Chicago is not going to get their fair share of taxes here. Yes, they're not going to get the property taxes that, let's be honest, as this area gets developed and makes, made really nice. And all of the properties, residential properties that get bought and all the property taxes that go into i mean yeah there, there's going to be a lot of money that's missed out here but i think rather than look at this half empty let's look at it half full because there's going to be a lot of benefit to the city of chicago from all these people the amount of jobs businesses that are going to have businesses in this area that the taxes that they're going to pay business taxes that they're going to pay the the payroll taxes, the income tax at the workers. If you've got affordable housing going in 600 units on, per, on site, think about the amount of people that are going to be able to work, you know, walking distance from their home, how that's going to help them. The wages are probably going to be higher than, you know, most of the other parts of the city where some of this affordable housing is located. I, I just think there's a lot of good happening here. And we're focusing on one thing that, yes, incentivizes somebody with a lot of money to come in and make more money. You're right. I mean, there's no there's no way to, you know, put lipstick on that pig. Yes, you're right. They are – they're wealthy. They probably could afford it. But, you know, it's about margin, right? You know, in my, in my industry, we're always talking about what's our margin on that product rather than how much money are we making on that product.
1: But they're going to be charging rent. Like, they're going to be – collecting if people are buying they're being collecting like the, you know part of the mortgage part of the pro- excuse me the part of the process of getting the cash to right. buy the property. Right. Um, like they're still making money, right? They're a developer. They're making money as soon as people buy the, the properties. Right. So I guess why is it that you that I, I want to ask you Scott, why is it that you feel like we should also be supplementing their income as a business?
0: I think that there is something worthwhile in incentivizing people to come here. And, okay. and, I, and I think just like how McDonald's moved their corporate headquarters from uh, Oak Brook to downtown Chicago, I think how Boeing moved their corporate headquarters from Seattle, you know, Washington to, to here to downtown Chicago. There is a reason to want to be in the city. And whether it's financial or whether it's geographical, the incentive is there from the city to bring people here. And if we need to incentivize somebody a little bit more, and I know that a billion dollars doesn't really feel like a little bit. It's not just a bit. billion
1: dollars. It's a billion dollars year over year. It's the tax revenue year over year that we're foregoing.
0: Anything over $6 million in property taxes for the next 23 years.
1: Right. And the, I believe it's year over year. Maybe we need to check our numbers. We'll have to fact check that yeah, one. Yeah. I thought maybe it was $6 million a year and then anything over that.
0: Anything up to $6 million goes to the city's general. Yeah. Anything above that. Goes towards just this project, in in terms of every anything that gets paid into property taxes over the next 23 years, up to a billion dollars to pay off that loan, must go to this. A billion is the cap. Yeah, that's what I think it is. And then after that point, once they've paid their loan off, then it goes back into the the pro, the, the general fund. But I think where where we're divided here is on the incentive. For large business or large development in in a metropolitan area, right? I mean, if if this was a if this was a low income housing unit, you'd be totally okay with it, right? You're giving them TIFs to to build this, right?
1: Yeah, people who need
0: it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think that the guy actually doing the building doesn't need the money, but I think that it incentivizes that billion dollars in TIF is the difference can be the difference in him pulling the trigger. Yeah, let's do this versus not. And there is a large amount of people, that are going to benefit, not just wealthy people, not just comfortable people. I think that there is a large amount of people in the city of Chicago that are all going to benefit from this. I think the property values in the surrounding areas are going to go up, and the city is going to see that money. And I think, like I said, the 600 on-site, 300 off-site in affordable housing is a big difference. And, and, and to lose sight on that, yes, in comparison, probably to the billion dollars, it's probably not nearly as much. But I think that it is having a real effect
1: yeah i i get that i'm not and i feel like i want to make sure that i'm i'm standing i'm not losing i don't feel like i'm losing sight of the good there's plenty of good here and that's good that you're bringing that up to recognize it i guess what i want to end with is that we are a great city and people want to to be here and develop here and i feel like we uh owe it to ourselves to to not give up this much on a project like this
0: I love you, man, but uh, I disagree here. So uh, thanks for tuning in this week. Love talking about a local issue, Chi-Town, Chi-City. If you have any thoughts about the TIFFs, uh, Lincoln Yards, please feel free to give us a shout. We'd love to hear from you.
1: Well, thanks so much, uh, Scott. This is a good combo.
0: So, you know, a topic, a detailed topic that, that i'm
1: glad we could jump into and you'll see me at lincoln yards to be clear i don't want y'all to call me a hypocrite or anything like that like i said two things can be true with amazon you will see me at lincoln yards we will be excited to check it out you know go on the 606 and you also will continue hearing me talking about it even you know writing about it whenever i can because i think next time we can do better can we
0: just talk can we just talk about before we get